As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hey Murph, just a heads up, Christmas is two weeks from tonight. John, it feels like Christmas came early. It does? Why is that? Check that clock, man. Earliest start time of the year. Let's sound off. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. Four overtimes, maybe it's five this season, but not tonight. The Giants upset the Cowboys. Sound Off starts at 11. I like those 10-7 games that go quickly. Man, it makes Sunday nights feel so much better. That was nice. Your chance to sound off just minutes away. 515-282-9010. The hot topic, Hawkeye dominance in the big Cy-Hawk matchups continues. Underdog Iowa upsets Iowa State by double digits. That ends ISU's three-game series winning streak. What's your take, uh, what's your take away from this game? 515-282-9010 to sound off. Hawkeye State, no debate, not this year. Football, wrestling, both basketballs. The men's game had next to no buzz because everybody assumed Iowa State would win, and that included the Cyclone players. Well, someone forgot to tell Iowa. The Hawks outplanned, outplayed, and outhustled Iowa State. The Cyclones stood around, chucked up threes, and missed more bunnies than Elmer Fudd. The all-purpose bailout known as George Niang is gone, and he's not coming through that door. So Iowa State better figure out plan B. It has to be more than the shots aren't falling. Guess we're done. Monte Morris said of Iowa, quote, My hat goes off to them, but they know they're not better than us. Sincere question, Monte. You ever beaten a team by 14 and thought, I still think they're better than us? One game, long season, heated rivalry, overreactions abound. But both teams learned something. For young Iowa, what's possible when playing together and playing defense? For experienced Iowa State, a wake-up call. The Cyclones are simply not good enough to count wins before they're earned. Keith, chalk me up as one that did not see that coming. The Hawkeyes beat Iowa State starting three freshmen, a sophomore and a senior. The crazy thing to remember, when Tyler Cook returns, it'll be four freshmen and Peter Jock in the starting lineup. It's still going to be a roller coaster season for Iowa, but what we saw is the potential this team has. Monte Morris's postgame comments caused a firestorm on social media. Now, I'm all for a little trash talk. Monte talked some trash before the game, which is fine, but here's the problem. 
If you lose and lose by 14 to a team that completely dominates you, it's probably better just to move on because I guarantee you no player in the Iowa locker room thinks ISU is better. The Hawkeyes proved it on the court. What Monte should have said is they deserve to win. We still feel like we will be a better team when it's all said and done, but tonight they were better. And speaking of Morris, he's one of the best point guards in the country, but if I'm Steve Prome, I tell him he has to do more. I think Morris needs to try and take over even more on offense. I get he's a pass first guy, but I want to see him as the aggressor on offense. Get to the rim. Don't just settle for a three. Attack mode every possession. Finally, you can take the word rivalry out of the Cyhawk wrestling duel. Iowa has now won 13 in a row. Last night it was 26 to 9, and the Hawks were without two of their top ranked wrestlers. Let's get to live phone calls. They are stacked up. We'll get it started with Randy in Urbandale. Randy, your takeaway from the Cyhawk basketball game. Uh, first of all, I am glad I didn't bet my house <laughs> for the starting time of sound off. I will say that. I was out of town. I understand the bet was 11-15. Not even yep. close. More lost houses, but back to the game. <laughs> uh, I thought of... Um, I would say this is a lot of layups, a lot of open shots. But my question is, did it seem to you that Iowa played better defense or, or not? Absolutely. They did. Played, played better defense. And, John, I would add, Iowa State played right into Iowa's hands mm-hmm. by just not executing. There wasn't much ball movement. Um, their screens weren't set well. Iowa State just Steve Prome owned it. Iowa State played bad. And the one thing Iowa State really lacks right now is a big inside presence. I, I think Solomon Young is going to get more minutes as the season goes on. But right now, Merrill Holden and Daryl Bowie just really aren't doing a whole lot down low. And look, you look at a guy like Cordell Pemsel, the freshman, just kind of bullying his way down low. Iowa own that paint with their big guys. Iowa State's got to figure it out inside when the shots aren't falling. Tell you another thing I learned. I don't know what to make out of Omaha's basketball team. <laughs> yeah. uh, Brett is in West Des Moines. Brett, uh, what did you think of this game? Brett, uh, yeah, I only got one thing to say, and that is uh, Hawkeye State, baby. It Hard is. Argue right now, uh, Aaron, or is it Aaron in Madrid? Uh, yeah, guys, I want Keith. I want you guys' uh, take on this. Uh, you guys did seem like you know when Iowa State played Omaha, you know, and Omaha, you know, beat Iowa. Do you think Iowa State just came into this game thinking that they were just going to have Iowa beat? I do. I do. I, I don't know that, but I think Iowa State was too confident. I, I, I don't think Iowa State came out with fire and passion. I, I think Iowa felt like it had a chance. But, uh, yes, I would say based on the comments and the way Iowa State played, it appeared to these eyes overconfidence. And, and Monte Morris, as I said, he made a lot of pre, pre-game comments about the game, talking about how they're going to they're score, they're going to they're, they're they're win this game, going to be no problem. Uh, and I, th- I think that fired Iowa up a little bit. They're the underdogs coming in, and Iowa State, they just didn't show up. Iowa State's not good enough to assume a win, even against a team that had looked bad Real most bad. of this season, the Iowa Hawkeyes. More of your live calls coming up. Time for lookalikes with a local connection. The tiny ref judges tonight. He's in for Old Spice. Uh, Danielle in <laughs> Story City. John, why are you laughing? Says, I look like, uh, you know, the great Nat King Cole. Tiny ref? 
something seems off. I can't put my finger on it. Well, I get it, John. He's got a full head of hair. You don't <laughs> always have to make fun of my balding head. Uh, Brady says, you and I basketball player Clint Carlson looks like Chet. That's Bill Paxton in Weird Science. Tiny ref? That's a good one there. That's pretty good. I don't know that you, I mean, Clint looks like a, they both look like mouth breathers well, in this show. Let's shot. be honest, and you got to be a Weird Science fan to pull this one out. And I am a fan. <laughs> uh, more live calls at Andy's Christmas Bummers, a What's Bugging Andy Classic, coming up next on Sound Off. Follow us on Twitter at SoundOff13. B. McCool writes, I try to be positive about Steve Prohm, but ISU must be prepared for every game. Looked like they did not practice all week. Hashtag bad. He said they were bad. Cyclone fan Corey writes, the narrative going into the season that this team is going to be fun to watch has proved wrong. Their offense is slow and ugly. Hawkeye fan Scott says, happy with the win. The continued production from the freshmen and encouraged by the defensive effort, but staying grounded. What's Bugging Andy returns us to a time of standard definition. And Christmas bummers. Christmas bummers. First off, every Santa in every department store and mall should be at least 60 years old and have a real beard. There are plenty of old men out there with time on their hands. Put it to use by growing a beard packing on a few pounds, and joining the red and white uniformed ranks for a month each year. I mean, kids can spot a fake beard, and they can tell when someone put gold bond powder in their jet black eyebrows. <laughs> Next, every artificial Christmas tree should be turned around and shipped straight back to China. You don't put fake flowers in your garden, do you? It's supposed to be something real. Yes, it was sawed off and sold in a used car lot, but for the last month of its life, that tree is really supposed to be something special. Here's another Christmas bummer. When they edit a Christmas story for television, the movie, it's got one lousy swear word in it, and it's not even one of the big ones. Just leave it in there. Don't make Ralphie go to all the trouble of decoding Little Orphan Annie's secret Ovaltine message and then take the teeth out of his protest by making him say, a crummy commercial? Son of a beep! <laughs> Next, let's all promise not to be the guy who pretends to talk on his cell phone as he walks by the Salvation Army bell ringer outside the store. You're not fooling anybody, you know. We all know that you can drive and write and order food at the drive-thru while you're on your cell phone. It can't be any harder to notice a person standing next to a big red bucket and drop some coins in there, Mr. Ebenezer Cheapass. Finally, this is a sensitive subject, so I'll choose my words carefully. Can everybody just be cool with the terms Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays? 99% of the people out there are just trying to be nice. They're just trying to be topical. I say Merry Christmas, unless I know you're Jewish or Muslim or something else, and then I might still say it accidentally anyway. What I mean is hello or goodbye, 
and that I hope you and your family are loving your lives the same as I am right now. Christmas bummers and all. Straight ahead, more of your live takes at 515-282-9010. That includes Dodger Denny and Chad from Des Moines. And does the Tax Slayer Bowl make John's Who's in Your Five cut? Mm. Find out next. Sunshine. can like us on Facebook at Sound Off Nation. Ryan writes what I got from last night, meaning Thursday night. Yeah. Cyclones, Monte especially, are extremely cocky and overrated. Iowa will be great in the coming years. Pemsel is going to become a stud down low. Also found out that Iowa can actually play defense and then followed by around seven exclamation points. <laughs> Brett writes, ISU looks a lot like a bunch of kids out there, each playing their own game until they can learn that they are one unit on the court my expectations have dropped from second in the Big 12 to eighth. We know. Sad face. We can all overreact to one game. Mm -hmm. uh, who's in your five? It's John's five worst bowl game names. These, These are, are real. Bowl games this year. Yes, all actual names. Number five, the Nova Home Loans Arizona Bowl. Pretty bad. Number four, Raycom Media Camellia Bowl. I don't even know what that is. Number three, the Dollar General Bowl. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't sound like a fancy bowl, does Number it? two, the Quick Lane Bowl. Is that an oil change? Yeah, that's the okay. one in Detroit. Number one, and just can't wait to hoist this trophy, <laughs> the Motel 6 Cactus Bowl. Imagine hoisting that trophy, just they got a Motel 6 logo on they, it. They keep it wrapped up in a dirty bed sheet. <laughs> All right, let's get back to uh, the phone calls. Willie is in Marshalltown. Willie, your thoughts on Cyclone basketball? Well, I think they're a great team. They, I think the coach need to teach them how to be humble. They need to stop the ball when they were on a fast break. They need to play a little more deep, block out, block out on the boards. I mean, to be a good team, you have to play like a good team. Stop talking and play the game. Good advice from Willie. Right. Yeah, Here, thank you, Willie. Here's the thing, Keith, and you, you and I talked about this. There are going to be games this year that Iowa State plays. And you're going to think, this is a top 10 team in the country. Yes. Uh, Iowa State's going to shoot the lights out. They're going to knock off a top 15 team. You're going to think, they, they can, this team can go to the Sweet 16. They're going to win some big games. And then um, there's going to be games like this. Yep. Yep. Because uh, the, and they've, they've got to try to adjust to not standing around when the shots aren't falling. Mm -hmm. But there will be nights that the shots are falling. But they've got to become more than that or they're not built for a tournament. Yeah. Because when you're in a tournament, you're going to have an off-shooting night, and you have to have some other way to win a yep. game. Yeah, you've got to win multiple games in a row, not just one every couple days. Dodger Denny in Fort Dodge, of course. Hello, Dodger Denny, your thoughts? Well, it, it was a bad week for the Cyclones, but, you know, they'll get better. It's just, you know, I don't know why. Maybe they were just standing around too much, but they'll get better, and we'll, we'll forget about this week and start fresh again for the next game. And thanks a lot, guys. Go Cyclones. All right. Thank you, Dodger Denny. He, uh, well, they get a good break on Saturday. so. Yep. He is uh, well aware that things can change quickly in sports. And we're reminded in this game, you never know. Uh, Chad is in Des Moines. Chad, what, uh, what's your takeaway from the Cyhawk game? Well, uh, I would say, you know, you got to get uh, some points off the block. And uh, I also want to shout out to uh, Fran McCaffrey on recruiting. Uh, I never really thought that guy was a good recruiter, underrated. And uh, I like the looks of our freshmen going the next couple of years. They're going to be good. 
John, uh, thank you for, for your thoughts. John, you mentioned this. This is a team that's uh, shaping up as really uh, young. Now, you're, yeah. you're losing your best player next year in Peter yeah. Jock, but um, there's some pieces there. They, they're going to have bad nights, too. Yeah, and I think we're seeing that guy right there. Isaiah Moss is going to be the guy that's going to take over for Jock next year. And when I say that, I don't mean he's going to be Peter Jock scoring it. That might take a year or two. But we're, see, we're starting to see him blossom and taking the ball to the hole and shoot it. They need somebody to take over Jock Moss as that guy next year. The end of Drake's Giacoletti era brings debate and a chance for us to show his one-sided interview with Dolph. It's now considered old school, but you can email the show, sound off at whotv.com. As a former coach and Hawk fan, I had to smile after reading the paper Thursday morning before the game. Beat them badly, Super Bowl, something special for Hawk fans. I knew we had them right where we wanted them, Bill in Johnston. Cheers to a young Hawkeye squad putting it together against a veteran ISU squad. Cheers to some of ISU's players' poor attitudes following the game. That kind of talk is Bush League. Either prove it on the court or show a little class in defeat. That's from Brandon in, we think Nevada could be Nevada as well. We welcome people all over the world watch. I would think it's Nevada, John, but sure. I like to think we're yes. all around the country. People are streaming everywhere. Yeah. Keith is back, which means face-off won't be as interesting, but we'll give it a shot. Ray Giacoletti resigned this week. Good move by both parties. Drake men's basketball is a mess. This gives Drake Time to find a permanent replacement by season's end. You okay with coach resigning midseason? Only if all is lost, and this seems close. Giacoletti's a nice man, good coach. It just did not work at Drake. The next coach must be a good recruiter, and that includes keeping players once they arrive, and he must be a tireless promoter of Drake basketball. Luck helps too. Yeah, it does, it does. UNI's Jeremy Morgan scored 38 points against North Dakota on Saturday all in the second half. I can't remember a local kid putting up that many points in one half. You? In a half? No. Oh. And, and that after scoring zero in the first half, that is a crazy stat line. I had to look at it three times. The Cubs are still riding the World Series wave, but this week they lost two key pieces. Yeah. Dexter Fowler signed with the Cardinals, while Aroldis Chapman goes back to New York. I think Fowler is the bigger loss, but they have a lot of pieces. Does this hurt the Cubs next year? Chapman out, Wade Davis in, not bad. Davis doesn't have Chapman's velocity, but Davis doesn't have Chapman's baggage. And I agree, Fowler is the bigger loss. Dude bet on himself <laughs> and won. But the Cubs have to make room for Kyle Schwarber anyway. I, I think the Cubs will be fine. I think they'll be okay. Yeah, they're going to be okay. Finally, our friend, the Round Guy, will be back on the radio airwaves after a five-year hiatus. Round Guy will host KBOE's morning show beginning in January. That's a station in Oskaloosa. Where he went to college. Uh, after a round, round Guy appeared on Sound Off 1000, so many people wanted to know how he's doing. And then the Register's Daniel Fitty did a story that really showed us and it's good to see Round Guy back at the mic. And it's a smart move by KBOE, too. Hope they have some pizza nearby as well. He does like pizza. <laughs> Overrated, underrated. Over, under, uh, Outback Bowl freebies. If the Big Ten wins, and that would be Iowa, yeah. we're stuck with the overrated coconut shrimp. If the SEC wins Florida, it's the underrated Bloomin' Onion. Go Gators.
The blooming onion is good, man. Oh, jeez. All right, we have uh, about a minute left in the show. That means we can get. Uh, oh. Uh oh. One minute. One minute. This is the wrong floor. I, I just said one minute. That wasn't even necessary. But let's uh, let's go to uh, line three now. Um, oh no. Big Sam says the name is Frank, but it sounds like Cheezer. Code name. So is it Frank or is it Cheezer? Introduce the all-new KFC $10 chicken share cash with nine chicken tenders or six pieces of chicken or 12 hot wings or popcorn nuggets. Now get out there and have some fun, bikes. Let's go. It's favorite looking good, guys. I think that was Frank. <laughs> that was definitely Cheezer. <laughs> what was that about? What is going on? <sighs> all right. Well, I don't have time for another call. He's calling in code names now, so... Oh, Frank is cheeser. Did you understand any of what he just said? I heard something about chicken wings. Um, what, chicken tenders, wasn't it? I don't know what Kentucky that Kentucky fried chicken wings, something. So on the, on the uh, Sunday oh. after the big Cyhawk basketball game and all the emotion that you saw pour into emails and tweets and Facebook posts, we end it with a special on chicken tenders. That'll do it for us. We are back next week and then the week after... We're on on Christmas, so that's going to do it for us. We leave you with the sound off send off. Dolph's infamous interview with now resigned Ray Giacoletti. Yes, this is Gary Dolphin, voice of the Iowa Hawkeyes, here with the Drake University men's basketball coach Jack Coletti. Jack, good to meet you. Finally, I, I know we've crossed paths before. You tell me how excited you are to be in the same building as Fran McCaffrey. Oh, obviously thrilled to death. Um, you know, you don't have a very many opportunities uh, to be in the same building. And Where are you from originally? Peoria, Illinois. How nice is it to be able to call the great state of Iowa home? Iowa's a very special place. Um, Better you know, than Illinois. It, um, I wouldn't necessarily go that far, but uh, financially, it's in better shape in the state of Illinois. I, I have heard of Ronnie Lester, uh, one of my uh, very best friends. Uh, Ronnie Lester is... Uh, I could go on a whole spiel about running. In fact, let's just, uh, Jack, thank you very much. Let's let's keep the conversation going because I want to say a few words about Ronnie Lester. Huckeye through and through. Ronnie Lester. Go Hucks. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.